All right, so we finish up the, uh, the topic of investments uh, tonight. So he says, that when the uh, investment manager is standing at a point where he has to make a decision, he has to make a decision to buy or to sell or whatever, is, uh, whatever that's going to be or which, uh, which funds to invest in. So he has to be exceedingly cautious. Being that, he is really making decisions with other people's money. Who believe that he's going to go ahead and make decisions which are reliable, which are trustworthy, and which are, uh, which are just. And he has to keep that in mind, and we'll see that also in the, this next paragraph as well, but he has to be mindful of the fact that he's making decisions where his primary responsibility is the benefit of his investors, not what may or may not be in his own personal best interest. So that can be a very fine line to decide whether or not to, how, to, how to guide uh, customers or investors in a way which is most beneficial for them, rather than in a way which is most beneficial for the manager, the fund manager. And then he says, Hamashkia. So as much as it's important for the manager to know what his responsibilities are and uh, what the, the expectation is, halachic expectation, so the investor, he also has to be cautious. The investor has to be wise. And as he takes steps in his investment, so he should make sure to do so cautiously. Like the general rule, that if it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. So if somebody's offering you, you know, enormous returns and zero risk whatsoever, so be awfully cautious as far as that is concerned and don't go into this investment thing blindly thinking that somebody's actually going to be able to deliver on that. Allah does, and every investor must know that the that investors have to be aware that the investment managers don't really have the ultimately they don't have the best interests of the investors in mind. Their primary focus is on themselves. Now, the way that they will be most profitable in most instances is to make the investors profitable. But at the end of the day, investors are working for themselves. They, do, they, they, they have their own interests in mind. And one should make sure, the investor should make sure to read the contract, in the various agreements. And you don't want to go ahead and get caught. Just sign here, sign here, sign here, and have no idea what you're getting yourself into or how many children you've given away or something like that. You want to make sure that you know exactly what the parameters of the agreement are. And what is often the case, if you don't speak legalese or investment ease, and you're reading it, and each word you know what that means, but a sentence of those words, you have no idea what it's saying at all. So, yisho mimevinev orcheidin. So go ahead and speak to somebody who does speak that language, consult with somebody who speaks that language, or consult with a lawyer to go ahead and translate it for you from legalese into plain English so you know what your expectations are and what responsibility the other person is taking in all of those things. Because Bidera Klau, because the general principle as far as halacha is concerned is, you end up with a disagreement between the investor and the investing manager. And the investor says, I had no idea that I was agreeing to that. I had no idea that, that uh, you know, he wasn't going to be responsible in the event that whatever is going to be. And the person says, listen, I'm just a simple, uh, a simple uh, individual. And I have no training and no understanding of legalese and investment ease. And I had no idea what I was signing. Halachically, lo yiskabal tanaso. 
We don't accept that claim. We don't accept the claim of ignorance that I didn't know what I was signing off on. Even though we're 100% certain that you don't know what the contract actually says. A person you know, signs a contract for a mortgage in Israel or to buy property in Israel. It's all written in Hebrew and you have no idea what it is. A fellow you know, in there at Israel sent me a... Uh, a contract for me to, he said, do you mind looking over a contract for me? I said, no, I, I can try and do my best. And then he sent it to me, who is 10 pages in legal Hebrew. I, no, I, I couldn't understand one word of the thing. I said, I'm so sorry, I'd love to help you, but I have no idea what any of it, even on a good day in English, I struggle. But let alone in Hebrew, I have no idea what any of this means. So, that's uh, too, too bad for him. That, uh, that I couldn't help him, too bad for me, I guess, also. But he says that, that even though we know for certain that you didn't understand it, it doesn't take, get you off the hook from the fact that you signed a contract. And once you sign a contract, you're expected to either either to know what it says or going in blindly knowing that you don't know what it says, then that's going to be the ultimate too bad, so sad. You shouldn't have signed it. Kevin because ultimately we expect that you should have clarified or found out what it says before signing. And by not doing though, by just clicking here and foregoing and putting your name there, so you forego any rights in the future to claim ignorance and I didn't know what the agreement I was getting myself into, that will fall on deaf ears. The Diana won't pay any attention. So therefore you everybody should make sure to do their due diligence when they sign contracts and whatnot to know exactly what they're getting themselves into and the parameters and all that. It's not, it's not us, sir. It's just foolish.